All right, and welcome back to another episode of the Belfast Ballers. Joined yet again by Craig. Morning. And Michael. Hello. Uh, so today's episode, we're gonna be we're gonna be chatting through our, our, our top ten wide receivers for the upcoming year. Uh, so maybe maybe a few hot takes uh, with uh, maybe Adam Humphreys making the top ten. Um, very, very unlikely, but we'll, we we shall see when we come to that. Um, <laughs> but I thought we'd open up uh, with a, with another really quick question again. And since we're talking about receivers, I thought it'd be good to sort of see based on the recent news of Julio Jones where you guys think would be the best landing spot for him. Now. I, I did ask Dean, so Dean's the owner of Pretty of Jones in our league, and he said his ideal location would be for the Green Bay Packers, uh, obviously assuming that Aaron Rodgers is there. Uh, for me, I think that the best land spot would be a team we, we were talking about last week that's kind of in like a win-now mode, and it's just so ready to kind of like go for a Super Bowl game would be the 49ers. I think it would mm. be a great landing spot. Mm-hmm. They don't really have an elite receiver there, um, but a couple of young receivers coming through. Um, so what about you, Craig? Where do you think would be a good landing spot for Julio Jones? There's a low-hanging fruit, but I'm going to leave it. And I'm going to. He's being rumored a lot with the Titans, and I think if you add him with AJ Brown and Derrick Henry, and they've got a solid enough defense, they could even be competing. So I don't mind that rumor, although it does hurt AJ Brown. Obviously, yeah, absolutely. I think really it's going to hurt anyone he goes to, though. Yeah, so. he's good enough to be a number one in any team he goes to. Yeah, really. although he didn't, he didn't necessarily hurt Calvin Ridley too much. This is true. This is true. Yeah, very valid point. If anything, he helped Calvin Ridley. Exactly. Well, yeah. my I'm saying because because of that, and all uh, people seem to talk about him like he's like the constant professional type of guy, like good with the younger guys coming in. He's not selfish. He's not like an Antonio Brown ego type player. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that reason, I think he fits well. <clears throat> excuse me, with the Patriots. Yeah, well, I think that's yeah. that's the team that he's kind of he kind of came out and said he wanted to go he to. Wanted. I mean, it sounds it, it, they're. Cr- I know they got who did they get? Aguilar was it? But he's not exactly Aguilar. And yeah, there's no receiver there really. There's no. There's no. Yeah, the little hanging Fred. I was thinking of was Ravens. See, well. Ravens was one Ravens or the other one, yeah. Modern needs that one guy. Yeah, but... and you, you want to get someone reliable for Lamar. Like if he isn't the most accurate, you want to throw it to someone who is just going to be open. That's good, um, he's going to be open. Yeah, even at thirty-two years old, like he can still still do it. I it's mean, right. like Julio Jones, more like Julio Go Jones. <laughs> right, let's move on. Yep, moving swiftly on. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I've got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I had was Julio go somewhere else, Jones, but I thought that was a bit too long. So just what? <laughs> it's just not. It's not a pun. That's just that's just that's just his name with another sentence in, the, in between his person. Yeah, it took took the O eight. Took the O eight. <laughs> Julio go somewhere else, Jones. It doesn't. You can literally do that with any Andrew go somewhere else, Bradley. It, Julio go somewhere else, Jones. Go. That's probably what I was going for. Oh. All right, well, well, we'll move swiftly on from that. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll overlook that and get into our top 10 rankings. We've, uh, we've again compiled, the three of us have put together our top 10 and come to a consensus top 10 wide receiver rankings. 
No, I'm gonna gonna ask Craig. I hope you've been practicing your your numbers. Um, so I'll I'll pass it over to you. Didn't sleep last night. Just practicing that much. <laughs> Put the pressure on myself now. Number one. There we go. No, yeah, that was good. Well done. I know. Right, so our, our consensus number one receiver is Devontae Adams. So I've got him at number one. Craig has him at number one. And Michael, you're a bit, uh, bit more held back, and I assume it's possibly because of the Rogers situation. But you've got him at number three. That's um, exactly why. Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, like obviously the, the our, our, we've, we've all got the same top three, so it's probably just a matter of um, some having a few doubts and some of them. But yeah, I mean, Devontae Adams, like last year, just had an incredible year. Only played 14 games and was still the number one wide receiver with one of the best, if not, I think, the best fantasy year ever for wide receiver. He had 18 touchdowns um, and he had like 10 or more. Uh, he's had 10 or more touchdowns in the last five seasons. So like the touchdowns just aren't going anywhere for him. Um, obviously, the key factor, as I mentioned, for him is just Rodgers. Is he going to be there? But I think we're all, we've got to just base it on the assumption that he will be there. That's what I done it on. And last year, as you said, incredible year. On a per-game basis, he was first in targets, receptions, yards and touchdowns <laughs> compared to the other receivers. So as long as Rodgers is there, the only doubt downside for him is that when a receiver has a number one year like that, like Michael Thomas did, they never repeat. Yeah, I mean, oh, only downside I can see. It, it it's hard to see any sort of downside. I mean, like he had eight games with twenty or more fantasy points. Yeah, he was. But the thing with Michael Thomas was he was hurt for so much of last year. Um, oh, I know, I know. But there's been a history of so many yeah. wide receivers to number one, and then not repeating it. Like they'll still finish top five, maybe. Like he's still fine, but he might not finish. I mean, he's the type of receiver who, even if, say, even if Rodgers does go on his Jordan Love all year, he'll still be productive as fuck. Like, he's not... Yeah, he's still so good. Yeah, I think, like... And as Bradley said, he still gets touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I think it was, what, two years ago when Aaron Rodgers got injured pretty early on the season. I think he missed a lot. Like, I I think uh, Adams played, I think, 10 games with Brett Hundley, was it? And I think... He was still a top ten wide receiver in six of those ten weeks with mm. Brent Hundley as quarterback. Like he's just he's he's an elite receiver, and I don't think as as much as he'll not be number one receiver if Rogers goes, but I still think he has a shot at being a top ten at least. So number two, right? So this is where Michael's number one receiver, uh, my number two, and Craig's number two, which is Tyreek Hill. So I mean, again, just the quarterback situation with him is just incredible. Like Mahomes is just. Insane. He's getting 135 targets last year, 87 receptions, 1,276 yards, and 15 touchdowns as well. Like he's he's become far more consistent than he was in previous years. Um, as I think he only had two games last year with under 10 points. Um, maybe not as consistent as Adams because he only had three games, surprisingly, with uh, over 100 yards. I think, but like those touchdowns kind of really keep him going every single week and just with Mahomes every week you're you're going to have a star player I mean he there was only four weeks out of the whole season where he didn't score a touchdown yeah exactly like the touchdowns are just guaranteed like the Chiefs is such a, a high part offence that they're going to be like absolutely smashing teams every week mm-hmm. he's also that player that can almost win you a week by himself like he did last year with 269 yards and three touchdowns and a half against Tampa. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's just obscene, isn't it? Ridiculous. 
And since he's entered the league, he's averaging 1,078 yards and nine touchdowns a season. So he's going to get production. What I find amazing is like that, that massive game he had was against the Bucks. But yeah, mm, yeah, you look at the Super Bowl and then completely change. Like, it's yeah, like that same can, can you figure? Like, I think it's the fact that the, the Chiefs have a load of just high speed weapons, so you can only double coverage Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey for so long, and then one of the other receivers will be free, so he ends up just getting those big yards, and he's just insane, insane speed. Um, but yeah, I mean, just he, he's I think he's clear number two um, receiver there, um, just behind Allen's for for me. But yep, yeah, on the on the number three then, Craig. Number three. So number three is our consensus is Stefan Diggs. Have him at three, yeah. has him at two. So you're slightly higher than us, Michael, but we're all not we, we all have the same top three. So I mean again, massive year with a huge step up from Josh Allen, which I do I think a lot of people expected to step up from him, but not quite that much perhaps uh, so Diggs got 166 targets 127 receptions 1535 yards and eight touchdowns mm. um, and finished as the wide receiver three last year now like compare I think compared to Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams the touchdowns are a bit lacking because Adams got 18 Hill got 15 and Diggs is only getting eight so that's certainly somewhere he can step up next year but it's it's kind of whether can Josh Allen maintain that level really I think so. And the other thing with Diggs is he had so many receptions. I had him in my work league, which is PPR, and he was an absolute yeah. boost. Yeah, yeah, like I had him and um, DeAndre Hopkins, and between them, they just carry my team. Diggs had seven games, is it, over 100 yards, and like most of them quite comfortably over 100 as well. Like he just, he, his consistency was, I can't, I don't, I don't know how many, I'm just trying to look how many yards he had. Five, eight, four games under fifty. Yeah, the whole season. Yeah, like fifteen hundred yards in a season is just, yeah. just crazy, and it's it's hard to believe he spent so long behind Adam Thielen as well, and then just breaking through now, just being that wide receiver one for his team. That's it, and they haven't really added anybody to take away. Yes, they've added Emmanuel Sanders, but he's just a safe third option for Allen now. It's basically just John Brown, only not injury prone. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I was going to ask. Like, do you think Sanders is going to going to take nah, uh, any of that? I, I, I don't think like Diggs is still going to get about 160 odd targets. And uh, I mean, the, the the only thing I think is the problem is Josh Allen is going to be taking all those red zone touchdowns. Like, he's just going to rush them all in mm. himself. Which is, I know, I know you're not a fan of QB snakes, Michael. So I am not a fan of QB <laughs> snakes. As- as the Josh Allen owner, I am a big fan of the Kings. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> So I, I certainly think that's an area where the Julio could, or sorry, not Julio, I've got Julio in the head now. Stefan Diggs can really try and pick up next year is just with the touchdowns, but it is always going to be a hard, hard win. Uh, Josh Allen. I, I can't see him getting more than eight touchdowns, but I can't see him getting less. I think that's just what he's going to get every time, every year. If you know, he's going to get that six to eight mark, but his yards and his receptions will bring him. Number four. So our consensus number four is DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I had him at four personally. Craig had him at five. Michael had him at six. So we're all we're all. Pretty... Oh, oh oh no! I changed him. Oh, did you change him? What is? He... I swapped him in. Person we're going to talk about next. Uh, okay, right. I, I don't think that would have yeah wouldn't have changed the ranking. So uh, so it but then um, yeah, so last year Hopkins had 160 targets, 115 receptions. 
1,407 yards and six touchdowns and finished as the wide receiver five. Now, I think everyone was kind of a bit nervous going into last year with Hopkins just because you're going from Deshaun Watson to Kyler Murray. Can Kyler Murray take that step up? A completely new team for Hopkins as well. But I think it's safe to say that Hopkins just had a great year and the connection between him and Kyler Murray was just great. Like I don't know if you've seen the video where Kyler Murray's sitting in the pocket he sees Hopkins running, and you can literally see Kyler Murray smiling before he throws it. Yeah, and it's just that they, they seem to already have that connection. And I think I'm really, really confident going into next year that Hopkins is going to have another incredible year. And that hail Mary catch him! Oh, oh my god, that was just such an advert for was it Michael Jordan's gloves as well? Yeah, like, <laughs> I had, I had yeah, that screenshot of it. Uh, Hopkins and Murray in my fantasy team and I needed that to win the game. I needed like oh. 15 points and then that was like what was like 50 odd yard touchdown pass. Yeah. Oh my Christ. It no, was, it was insane. But then the other thing about Hopkins is that the, you talk about Josh Allen being a Redsman threat, Tyler Murray. Yeah, uh, he's just the same. He, he, does, rushing yards, he takes so many rushing yards. It's ridiculous. He's scamped, especially in the red zone. He's so like He's got those mad quick feet, uh, and he's so elusive that it's it, he's such a way he's like their go-to weapon in the red zone. I even because they, they had dual running backs, they had Chase Edmonds and Kenyon Drake, and they weren't even massively productive just because Kyler is so good on his feet. So that obviously would have slowed him down a wee bit. But um, I mean, he was still, and he had you know the Cardinals have a pretty good um, depth chart out receiver. They obviously had. Larry Fitz, but they also had Christian Kirk and Andy Isabella, who yeah, divided AJ Green in free agency as well. AJ Green and they got that guy Rondale Moore in the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm going to ask. Like AJ Green, he actually got a surprise in the amount of targets at the Bengals. He got over 100, didn't he? Yeah, like that. That's that's where it's worth. It's a bit more concerning than the likes of Sanders going to Diggs. It, like AJ Green, he's obviously been an elite receiver before mm. injury. So if if he do you think that he will take away from Hopkins a lot? I don't think Only so. in the red zone. Only in the red zone, I think. He's a bigger body. I think that's all he's there for. Just to be a distraction in the red zone. Yeah, like I, I just think because yeah, Hopkins is it's the same issue with Diggs, really, where it's a lack of touchdowns that don't take him to that. He only got six last level. season. Yeah, six touchdowns. Because as you as you say, Michael, like the Kyler Murray in that end zone is just gonna run them all in, similar to Josh Allen. Um but I think I think he's been consistent enough. Like nine games with at least ten targets, seven games with at least hundred yards, and it's going to be a second year with Kyler Murray. Um, so I think it's it can only improve from there, really. Number five. So our consensus number five, which obviously Craig has now said that uh, he's moved ahead of Hopkins now, is Calvin mm-hmm. Ridley, and I assume that's based on the Julio news recently. So I've got uh, Calvin Ridley. partially that, and partially because I felt bad for forgetting about him in our divisional. Draft. <laughs> Fair enough. You've made it up to him here. Yeah. I think it's big time. He's going to be really happy. He will be so delighted with you. Yeah. Well, I've got him at number five, Craig. You've got him at number five, four then? Five now. Yeah. No, four. five. Oh, five. Uh, I might yeah. you have him at number eight. So you're a bit lower. But again, I think we, we sort of did these maybe before the Julio News was properly in, in the sort of works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let I me mean, last year, he had 143 targets, 90 receptions, 1,374 yards, and nine touchdowns and finishes the wide receiver four. Now, that was with Julio missing a fair amount of games, but he, he really broke out. And I think with Julio pretty much confirmed to be leaving, 
I think just like he could easily be the number one receiver this year, easily. Yeah. Uh, like he had eight games with with a hundred or more yards, um, and he's just he's a great route runner and gets a lot of separation and all his uh, all his targets. I mean, he pretty much became the number one receiver last year, didn't he? It felt like, a, obviously, Julio was injured, but it felt like a changing of the guard. And he's such a, in a team that was just mentally inconsistent. Like, remember their collapses? He, um, oh, yeah. how, many, how many games in a row was it they lost in the fourth quarter? Oh, it was mental, but he was just, he his level never really dropped. I mean, you could argue the offense's level was pretty decent for most of it, but he was a... Uh, he was outstanding throughout the season, and as you say, he's not—he's not the biggest. He's only about six foot or something. No, exactly. He's yeah, quick. He's got good separation, good hands. He's—I really like him. And um, you did say how Julio was out for a lot of games, but I looked, and in the five games he played with Julio and Hayden Hurst playing the full game, he still averaged nine targets, six receptions, ninety-five yards, and one point two touchdowns. Yeah. So exactly. that's what I mean. Like I think Julio might have. Being on the field actually helped him because it took some distraction away from him. Yeah. And opened up. I obviously divided Kyle Pitts as well. He's better than Aiden Hurst. Yeah, he's, he's, he's still fantastic. Uh, and I think the, the world is his oyster this year. I think he can really just take all those games he had to play with Julio. But I, I, think, the, I think the biggest uh, sort of issue that there could be there, which isn't even an issue for how Calvin Ridley is, that there's a new head coach and an offensive coordinator. And as you say, Kyle Pitts coming in. So will they kind of change the offense a bit? Uh, was more focusing the running game or uh, on getting their tight ends involved? It's it's sort of hard to say, but I mean, I think uh, when your best running back is currently Mike Davis, I yeah. doubt they're going to focus on the running game. I think his ceiling is just uh, just incredible this year. So I can't wait to see what he can do. Yeah, well, those averages he had with Julio. Um, if he'd done that for a full 16-game season, he would have finished with 319 points, which would have been wide receiver one, a full 19 points more than the Bobby Adams. Just so, um, right, the ceiling is just ridiculous. Just on the the Falcons, and it mad that they, they obviously Todd Gurley's free agent now. He's there last year. He uh, he's like a what? 26. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's early on that arthritis in the knees, though, isn't it? It's mental. It's broken. Yeah. I don't know. His, his ball from Grace was ridiculous. Mm. He's still got talent, though, sure. Yeah, he does. It was because, like, remember, like, he was nearly he was an MVP candidate in the year Rams got to the Super Bowl, but then in just yeah, carried that number six. All right, so none of us actually have this guy at number six, but our consensus number six is Keenan Allen. So I've got him at seven, Michael at seven as well. Uh, is that a right? <laughs> I had him at eight. <laughs> yeah. great, great I, he deserves it. I love, I love him. I, Keenan Allen. He deserves that round of applause. I love that man. <laughs> nice man. I couldn't work out what was going on there. I was like, what's I, this laughing noise? <laughs> 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 to be fair, I, I, I think you are right. Like I think every year he nouns a player who gets massively overlooked. And just every year continues to produce. Like he was the wide receiver. He was only wide receiver fourteen last year, but I mean, he still got fourteen. He yeah, he missed two games. So only fourteen games. One hundred forty-seven targets, hundred receptions, nine hundred ninety-two yards, and eight touchdowns. But he's been on top. Sorry, after you. Oh, I was going to say he's been a top fourteen wide receiver in his last four seasons. So he just produces year on year. But let's remember that. Um... Justin Herbert was that good 
being thrown into the team during a warm up. Didn't even have uh, OTAs. Hardly had, barely had a a training camp. This and the really, worst defensive line in the league. And have an awful defensive line. This is Justin Herbert. I know it's mad how much pressure he's put on himself for year two because he was so good in the first year. But um, if you know, if you get if he gets a full season of performance uh, as good as he was when he played last year, and Keenan Allen stays fit, he's going to be like the main beneficiary of that, isn't he? Yeah, because there's no receiver. Like Mike Williams is good, but he's not going to take targets away from him. Well, I was just about to bring up Mike Williams. Like it's, he's been there four years now. Everyone just keeps thinking he's going to take that leap every year. And he never does. Just he, he never takes away from Keenan Allen. So you, I, I think it, I think you're pretty safe with Keenan Allen every week. His floor is pretty high. Uh, that you know you're going to get guaranteed amount of targets because no one else is there to take it and as you say the the offensive line is just going to be so much better because um, it, it couldn't be any worse um, literally can't be any worse but yeah I think there's it's another team with a new head coach and new offensive coordinator um, but it's going to be a year where Herbert actually gets the full year of um, off-season work and starts to build that rapport with Keenan Allen so I think he could he could very well have another excellent season Definitely, yeah. Based on his averages last year, like I know you said he missed three games, that's why I looked at the averages. Um, if he did that for a full season, he would have had 225 fantasy points, which would have been at the wide receiver rate. Yeah, exactly. The only worry I have for him is Austin Eckler coming back, but in the games they played last year, this, he still averaged pretty much the exact same targets, yards, receptions, everything. Yeah. So it doesn't affect him. I, th- I think the only, the only thing that I remember from Keenan Allen from last year, though, is that one game where he actually put it on Twitter. Make sure yeah, you play oh, me. Don't, don't talk about this. Because I, I, I listened to him. I listened to him as well. He got like what, one target or something. That whole game. One target and only played 33% of the snaps or something like that. Oh, my God. I just remember that. Was don't drop me. You'll regret it. You didn't know if he was that... a player or not. And he actually says he's going to play and just doesn't play. <sighs> <laughs> I've lost me. I was about to say he never loses you a week, but he lost me that week. Uh... But I uh, know, as you say, he's not going to win you a week like a Tyreek Hill would, but he's not going to lose you. No, like a DJ, pretty, like pretty a DK Metcalf could. Yeah, yeah. it just gets targets. Anything more from you, Michael? On him? No, I like the guy. I like his beard. I like his head. I like his quarterback. I like his coach. I like his city. I like him. <laughs> uh, he, he has a lot of positives this year, so could be good. Number seven. So our num- consensus number seven is AJ Brown. Now, this is where we, we divert quite a bit. So, Craig, you've got him as high as four. I've got I him do. at six. Michael, you've got him at 14. So, I'll, I'll let you lead with this, Craig, since you are the highest on him and got him in your four. Yeah, but to be honest, when I first did my initial rankings, I had him down at eight. And then when I started looking at things, he just kept on moving up and up and up. So, he did. But then, like, he's averaging 95 targets for his career already. And Corey Davis has now left, who managed to get 92 targets last year. And it only added Josh Reynolds. So, like, it's not going to take away from him. So, he's clearly going to get over 100 targets this year. He's also averaging, or sorry, he got eight touchdowns in his rookie season and 11 last season. Mm. And Junior Smith is now gone, who got eight receiving touchdowns. Yes, Frisker's still there, but I don't think he's much of a touchdown guy. So, he's going to get, let's say, 10 touchdowns again, theoretically. Yeah, I mean, so I, I, just, I, I, think... I, I do think it's as a scene. I think you're right there. I don't think he's going to finish any higher than four. Yeah, absolutely. But there's so much upside there. I agree. I think there's a lot of upside, but I think 
four would probably be about the highest of going. We wouldn't take him over at Diggs, Hill or Adams. But I think an interesting stat that I've seen was that 48% of his touchdowns have come from 30 plus yards. So like he's just a, he's a big play kind of guy. And just when he gets across that middle of the field, there's almost no stopping him. Um, but there's obviously a lot of downsides. He got surgery on both his knees in the offseason there. And I'm pretty I've sure... seen that, but that could also help. Like, it if he's playing with hurt knees... He, I think he played a lot of in like a lot of injured games last year um, yeah. and just still managed to do quite a lot. And then, as you say, no Corey Davis, no Johnny Smith. Uh, I mean, Derek Henry's always going to be there, but I think... But he's the only option in that receiving game. Yeah, I think that's why AJ Brown gets so many big plays because they just stack the box against Derrick Henry and it means the field is just completely open and he'll just get free and then just break down the field. And I think, that, as you say, there's no one to take his targets and he can just become a true number one wide receiver this year. Although if my pick from the opening segment comes through, he would drop down my rankings quick. If Julio goes there. Yeah. like Julio I, don't think he, I don't think he'd still be top 10 for me, in all fairness, but be the lower end of it. Yeah, it could certainly open the field up more for him because, like, I mean, Julio would need covered as well. And obviously, yeah. stacking the box against Henry is always going to be the play just because pff, you just need to, <laughs> like, because he's unstoppable. Scary. I, uh, yeah, I mean, look, he could definitely go higher. My only concern is I'm still not entirely convinced Ryan Tannehill's actually good. And I don't know what that is. <laughs> I, I I know where you're coming from. And the exact like even last year, halfway through the season, he was great. And I was like, yeah, but he's not good. I've seen him in Miami. I've seen him beat Tom Brady every every time he plays him. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, there's he's a... not he's not good though. No, and he kept on either. doing it. It's like oh. no, but he's not good. Okay. But I was the same about Derrick Henry two oh, years I was, ago. I was about to say two years from now you said that Derrick Henry's not good. You yeah, I kept on going, is he actually that good though? And then last year I said, like, Yeah, you know what, that guy's just he's not fair. Don't get me wrong, all all the stats and all his performances uh, disprove what we're saying, but he's still not good. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's true, though. You just have that, you've got a history there, you've been hurt by him before, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he's safe, he's, he's a safe quarterback as well, he's reliable. He is, and AJ Brown's good. Look, there's a the receivers in the league who you'd say you'd happily take uh, and start every week in fantasy, and obviously he's definitely one of them. One of them, uh, very consistent. Again, not a big guy, but very, very consistent. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I think he, he he's another one of those players who has a lot of ceiling that he can hit this year, and uh, it's, it's going to be exciting to see how he can do. Number eight. So I, I don't know about you guys, but this was one of the <laughs> hardest oh. ranks for me. Um, I think we put, we ended up, I had him at nine, Michael had him at nine, Craig had him at seven, which yep. is our consensus number eight of Michael Thomas. And I mean, based on last year, it's more like meh, kill Thomas. Ah, yes. Very good. Uh, <laughs> at least one landed. I mean, like last year, he obviously was injured a lot, but I think for how high you drafted him and then, like, what what didn't go wrong for the Saints last year? Like, bringing Drew Brees getting injured. No Drew Brees this year. Who like who, who do you guys think will be the quarterback at the start of the year? I think and hope James Winston. I mean, I obviously yeah. I hope Taysom Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah Taysom Hill. Got a dog yeah. in the fight, but um... well, I was going to say you you have you have Michael Thomas as well though. Mm-hmm. I do, and he was uh he was so good. The first, problem is with our league, it's not like he's obviously his main. He doesn't score many touchdowns. He's a PPR machine. I mean, yeah. I don't know how many 
interceptions he averaged last year, but the year before, I swear it was like ten or something mental. Like he was just he was every player seemed to be going to him. Um, so in a PPR league, if he's fully fit, he's a guaranteed twenty plus pointer every every week. Yeah, well, I, th- I think that's the thing. Like, if we were ranking these last year, I think all of us would have almost had him at number one. Mm. And I think we're basing it off that that season two two seasons ago, where we're, we're giving a bit of respect to his name to try and keep him in that top ten because he is still a quality receiver. Just last year didn't work. Like, he only had seven games, fifty five targets, and it's hard to say how injured he was in all his games. I mean, he still had two one hundred yard games with Taysom Hill at quarterback. Yeah. Mind, mind you, both of them were against Atlanta, so I don't really know how how bad that defense is. Like, is that the reason why? But do you I mean, know, um, you know the way his Twitter handle is can't guard Mike. Yeah. Uh, apparently he's an absolute dick and all this because he like he smacked one of his teammates and stuff, and they all uh, can't stand Mike. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do kind of get that. Hear you, from... you know, like I know we're going on about how last season was meh, as you said. Bradley, but um, if you look at his averages in the game he played, if he did it for 16 seasons, or 16 games, sorry, he would have got 126 targets, 91 receptions, and 1,001 yards. The main issue is that he didn't even get a single touchdown last year, but that can only go up now. Well, exactly. He he won't get worse than that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) As you said, uh, it's it's just that you realistically want James Winston to be his quarterback for him to be relevant because Taysom Hill is just going to have so many Russian plays if he is the quarterback. Um, but it's obviously a dilemma for you, Michael, having both Hill and Thomas because if one starts, if, if Hill starts, then that's great for Hill, but it's also bad for Thomas potentially. Yeah, well, well if, Win- if Winston's the starter, Michael, we might be able to deal with trade. <laughs> <I pick. laughs> okay. I'll keep Just you keep in my on the I'll recap keep, there. <laughs> I'll keep you in my sight. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to number nine, Craig. Number nine. So number nine is a bit. Uh, I mean, you're you're the highest, Michael. You're at number five. I've got him at ten. Craig at twelve. Now I think it's just the hype of his his first rookie season. But our consensus nine is Justin Jefferson, who had 125 targets last year, eight catches. 88 catches, sorry, 1,400 yards and seven touchdowns um, and had the best rookie wide, rookie wide receiver season ever, hmm. uh, finishing as the wide receiver six. But, I mean, if you look at from – so those first two weeks, he didn't really do too much. If you look at week three on, he was the wide receiver four. So I think it, it sort of shows what his ceiling could be. And I think that's why I did have to kind of get him in the top ten because the potential is just too much. Uh, for for him to possibly just get into that uh, top five wide receivers for next year. Well, again, like you have to place any rookie in the context of what last season was with COVID and the fact that they didn't have anything like the preparation they would for yeah. a normal season, and he still broke the rookie record for um for a receiver. I mean, it's and and let's be fair, I know he was injured for a bit, but Adam Thielen's not like Adam Thielen's not getting any receptions. So no, exactly. He was. Well, Absolutely incredible what he did, given all that context. The the fact that he was so consistent after that, like again, don't many how know how many hundred yard games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven hundred yard games, just yeah, he was and in a scheme that he wasn't very familiar with with the quarterback who's all right, but not excellent. Um 
I just thought it was an unbelievable achievement. A big worry I have with him, there was like seven touchdowns last year, obviously as in bad, especially in a rookie season. But Adam Thielen's going to be used ahead of him in the red zone. Irv Smith's going to be used ahead of him in the red zone. And Dalvin Cook. So best case scenario, he's the fourth option in a red zone. Mm. Like, yes, okay, his touchdowns may come from big plays. You might still get those instead of being in the red zone. But I just, I'm just nervous. I, th- I think that's it for me. Like I, I, I think at one point I did have him as high as like six. But I, I was just thinking about it, and it's like, like they're going to have a second year of seeing him, and sort of they'll be able to cover him better, knowing what he's like. Um, and I don't see his touchdowns going up from seven because of all the other options in the red zone. And I only see his yardage regressing is the thing. I don't see him getting fourteen hundred yards again. If he does, incredible. Um, but I think for me as well, the only other negative I could really find was the fact that the Vikings' defense last year was so so bad that the offense spent a lot of time in the field, having to win games, having to throw bombs down the field. And I think their defense is better this year. So will that mean they're in better winning positions, won't have to necessarily throw the ball as much? Uh, and I, Those are the only negatives I could find, but I still just think it's another player who is ceiling is just incredible. So it's, it's going to be good seeing him. Yeah, exciting. I think he's, oh man, I can't wait to see him again and Chase. Yeah, Chase Claypool was, was very exciting to watch, just like all the mm. big plays. Well, I thought you meant Jamar Chase. I did mean Jamar oh, Chase. Mean, <laughs> I, <did. laughs> I thought you meant Chase Claypool from last year. I'm no. not on first name terms with him. Ah, fair, fair, fair. fair. <laughs> not yet, not yet, Michael. Not yet, exactly. Keep, keep pounding. Number 10. So our consensus number 10, which Craig and Michael, you both have a 10. I have a bit higher at 8, is Alan Robinson. Now, this is a guy who every year you just you, you want to see what he can do if he had a quarterback because his best quarterback he's ever had was Jay Cutler. Blake Ford. I was about to say Blake Ford. <laughs> I think it was Jay Cutler was the best one. And it's like, what can this guy do if you actually like imagine putting Alan Robinson with someone like Aaron Rodgers with uh, Russell Wilson, it's like someone who's going to throw the ball accurately, not even around the hill. Yeah, like it's just someone who's decent. Uh, I mean, like every year he gets at least 150 targets. So last year, 151 targets, 102 receptions, 1,250 yards, and six touchdowns. And fin- he finishes the wide receiver 12 with Trubisky and Foles both in a quarterback. I mean, like this guy's this guy could just be incredible <laughs> if you actually get him someone who can throw the ball accurately. In terms of just talent, not fantasy wise, just pure talent, he's top five for me easily. Absolutely, he's brilliant. Like if you look at if you take away the 2017 season because he only got one target and he obviously caught it before he got injured, um, his career average for catch percentage is 58.4. I'm not saying that's all on the quarterbacks. I'm just heavily implying it. Yeah. And, like I, I I think he's a very comparable player to Keenan Allen, and Keenan Allen's career catch percentage is 70.7. Like that's a huge gap. Yeah, exactly. When you're like, even if you look at last year, like oh, he had what. 40, 49 odds, uh, like in completions. It's like he, like only two thirds of his passes he was catching just last year, and like he just like Justin Fields is obviously coming. Is he going to be? I don't think he's going to be the starter straight away. Personally, I think you don't bring. Dalton I still, in. I still think he might. They traded up for, him. but they still traded for or was Dalton free agent. But I think regards, I just think Dalton will start, and then once he inevitably throws multiple interceptions and isn't winning games, they'll bring Fields in. Well, I mean, that's the exciting link-up, isn't it? Because Alan Robinson really um, 
talked about leaving, didn't he? He came out and said, Yeah, he was, 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 he was tagged, he was tagged, so it's now or never, basically. I think, um, yeah, as you said, his production, in spite of the quarterback problems of the the general offense, I mean, they, they just didn't have any other weapons, and he still managed to shine uh, consistently. So, uh, I think he's a quality player. I agree. I think in raw talent terms, he's easily Keenan Allen. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, as you said there, there's there's no one else in that team to take targets. I mean, like, David Montgomery, David Montgomery isn't a, a sort of PPR kind of guy for, like, getting all his receptions from the running back position. Uh, Anthony Miller just is never breaks through. Like, there's no one else there. So, he's getting 150 targets every year, at least. Uh, and like it's four times now he's had 150 targets, and you just want to see what he can do with more. I like it's he's a frustrating player. He's uh, played seven seasons in the NFL, and he's averaging 130 targets a season. Yeah, it's like you say, like he was at the Jags, at the Jags playing with Blake Bortles, then comes to the Bears, plays with Jay Cutler, then plays with Trubisky, then plays with Falls, and like, that level of quarterback is just horrendous. Trubisky, where's Trubisky? Uh, the Bills. Bills. Bills, correct. Yeah, that's right. So retired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do you remember the Bears traded up as well to get him in the draft ahead of Mahomes and Watson? Uh, yeah, that went well. Just that, it's the fact that it was one of those ones as well at the time. It didn't even make sense. No, exactly. <laughs> I was thinking, just when you mention it, they can so do a Sherlock spinoff where they like, all they do is play American football called Mahomes and Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like they, they solve every crime just by throwing balls really hard. <laughs> every single one. Get a touchdown that solves it. Yeah. That's going to be funny when Tom Brady's always going to be the villain there who's done something to yeah. like mess up with it. There we have it. That is our top 10 wide receivers for, for next year. Uh, it's just a run through them again quickly. Devontae Allen's at one, Tyree Kill, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen. AJ Brown, Michael Thomas, Justin Jefferson, and Alan Robinson. Yeah, there we go. There we have it. Another episode. Another episode down. So, uh, any, anything more you want to go through, Craig? Anyone you want to bring up? Obviously, DK Metcalf, but he's so hit or miss with me. That's why he's nowhere near. I think I had him at 14. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's what I wanted to mention because Michael, you have him as high as four as well, but because me and Craig are a bit lower on him, he didn't. He, he was literally our number eleven, so he didn't quite make the cut. But yeah, you did have him quite high. I counted Richards. He was one of the most productive receivers last year. I think he was, but <laughs> if I look at every player ahead of him, I just keep thinking I would definitely take them. I definitely take them, and it's. I think it's being. If you look at the first five games last season, he was what the number one receiver. And then, yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and uh, he was also in a very much a two pronged receiving core because Ty Lockett scored a lot of points as well. Yeah, I, I think it's just I, I just a lot more doubts about someone like DK and Metcalf the consistency. Like they're they're a run heavy team. Uh, he had a lot of games where he had like less than five points, but he obviously had games where he had like a lot of a lot of points as well. So it's I looked. He only had. Only it's so impressive. Four games over eighteen points, but he had five games under ten. Like it's yeah. just so much different. Like obviously the games, oh, like he had a game over thirty points as well. I think so. He is. He can win you games, but there's that chance he just 
I'm just so nervous. It's the Seahawks. I just don't trust the Seahawks receivers yeah. as much as Russell Wilson's good. It's just, I don't know. All right. Well, we shall wrap it up there. So, all right. Thanks very much for, for listening, guys. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.